0: church podcast join us as we explore god's word providing practical teaching for day-to-day living the message you're about to hear was recorded live at our sunday morning gathering if you'd like to know more about salt church please visit us at saltchurch.org we hope that you're encouraged by today's message uh alex just to let you know i took your stand so when you come back up you better <laughs> better have your music memorized <laughs> how 's everybody doing today wow um if If you need water, we have plenty of water. some of our uh hospitality team would, wouldn 't mind just just kind of bringing some water over here, and uh, I just want to make sure everybody's comfortable. Uh, this was impromptu. We had the a c in the building went out so um, once again, this is the second time this has happened, but not at this school. The school across the street. So I think the devil really hates us, and wants to kill our AC because AC is like our arch enemy. Every time we <laughs> we get we get going, we got some momentum going, great things are happening, and bam, the AC's gone. Well, the devil doesn't stop us, right? Amen. We're still having church. So hopefully you're comfortable. The blessing today is it is uh, not even 80 degrees out right now. And uh, um, it could have been a lot hotter. The first time we did this, it was much hotter. So uh, <laughs> praise God for that. Um, but uh, we're, we're glad you're here today. If you're a guest with us, uh, please do. Um, no strings attached. Just fill out a card for us. We just want to give you a gift uh, at our welcome center over here under the trees. Um, we got a nice little gift for you. I uh, just want to just simply want to say we thank you for being here today if you're a second or our third time or um, you've, you've, you're a get, you've been here a few times and, and want to take some next steps. We have some next steps for you uh, over at the booth too. Some, some information for you to, to begin your journey on the next steps with our growth track, getting plugged into our volunteer teams or whatever there is to offer because we, we have a lot of exciting things to do. We have a big goal this year. We're getting ready to head into a big big launch season. I'll write this date down, um, September 17th. What's significant about September 17th? Well, that will be our anniversary of our church. (laughs) We launched publicly last year. September 15th, I think, uh, was the date. But this year it lands on September 17th. So I want you to uh, write that down. We're going to have a big thing. If you haven't been baptized... That's an opportunity for you to be baptized. Uh, We we just had a baptism. We had twelve people baptized at our last baptism service. Some of you have been asking already. How do I get baptized? Amen to that, right? Let me. Hey, hey, forty salvations this year, twelve baptisms. Praise God for Salt Church. You guys, is it that bad out here? (laughs) Y'all don't seem excited. (laughs) I'm I'm working hard. (laughs) I'm working hard. It's hard for me too. I know. Yeah, yeah. I actually got the sun directly in my eyes. So. Um, but, but uh, we, we're we're aiming for a hundred. Salvations this year, guys. I mean, we we want to do it out. We want we want to get up to 250 in our worship service. We're we're uh, we're kind of over, we're we're uh, just to kind of give you some things. We're kind of bumping up against one of the hardest growth barriers, which is 125. Um, and uh, we we uh, we want to get over that. We had we had 200 at, at Easter. We've we've had some you know 150 day weeks and things like that. But um, we're we're, we're kind of aiming to to get over that hump. And uh, and why why do we want to aim to get over that hump? Because it's not really necessarily about numbers. It's about what God wants to do through our church. We, we have such vision for our church. We know that one day we're going to look back at this and say, remember when the AC went out and we all had to go outside? Isn't that really cool? And now look what we're, where we are. We got our own building. We got, we're got we sending ministries out all over the world. We're connecting to communities. We're doing all these things. And it's amazing. And uh, you can be a part of that. And uh, you can start with next steps, being a part of our next steps. You know to to get plugged into our church and make this church happen, because I tell you this this guy can't do it only only uh only through God and the people that connect with our church and and help us get to us to the next level. And I'm so thankful for all of our volunteers that make that, that made this setup even happen today, impromptu setup, you know, just just, oh gosh, we don't have an AC, let's get it outside, let's figure this thing out. Sound oh, man, sick this morning. Our tech team jumps in there and does whatever they, they need to do to get it done. So it's just it's just amazing. It's amazing so uh if you do want to jump on growth tracks essential two o one essentials two o one is next week uh uh we meet right here in the building we will hopefully have AC next week uh, the, the school system has told me the AC will be back next week so, um, and we have a very cold room over there <laughs> to, have the, to have our growth track so Essential 201 if you haven't been through that yet please that you can start there we have church 101 we start off with but you can roll back around and hit church 101 after 201 and 301 that's fine uh, we just want to get you plugged in to show you what we're going and we're, what we're doing and, and how we're going to do this great thing that God has, has given us in, in this dream and vision Amen. Uh, Also, volunteers. We call our volunteers here the dream team because they make the dream happen, right? We are going to have an all dream team meeting. I don't care if you are setting up chairs or you're up here on stage playing instruments or you're cleaning toilets. Uh, August the 20th, I want all of our dream team, all of our dream team, every one of our dream team at my house, August the 20th at 6 o'clock. And we're, we're going to have a, a time of just celebration and talking about the future and all of that. If you're not a part of the dream team, you're not invited. you know how you can be invited you can become a part of the dream team (laughs) but uh but uh yeah all of our dream team members we want you there it's going to be an awesome time whatever you do in this church if you serve in any area of this church we want you to be a part of that uh also um our salt groups will be launching uh september 17th if you are interested in leading a a a uh Salt Group. We're going to do something a little different this year. We're going to have you be, be sign, you're going to sign up. Usually, we like hosts and we like uh, a leader of of a small group to kind of join together. Some people like to host and lead, um, but uh, you know whatever you want to do. But uh, we are, we're asking everybody to register for salt groups. And there's going to be. A mandatory training on small groups. <laughs> uh, I know that sounds bad, but what we want to do is we want to bring you together to uh, to kind of give you some insight and some information, what we expect as a church, how small groups open, so that you, you can be the best leader God possibly wants you to be when you lead small groups. So we're looking at Monday, September 11th from 7 to 8.30 for our small group, salt group training. So uh, if, if, if you'll write that down on your calendars as well, um, we usually have all this stuff. Up on screens today, but it would have done no good because the sun would have shined all into the screen. Uh, uh, so, so that's why you're kind of seeing a bare stage up here today. So, hopefully, you'll write those down on pieces of paper and keep them, and we'll we'll continue to communicate those throughout out the week. Okay, guys, we're starting a brand new series today. <whistles> all right, we left we left our James series. It was a very long series, but we wanted to roll through the Book of James. But we're rolling right into a season of prayer, and uh, August I like to kind of push aside as a season, a time where we really focus on prayer. In fact, we're we're going to organize some prayer meetings. I, I encourage uh, all of our prayer warriors or anybody in the church to come to those prayer meetings and be a part of that. We're gonna we're gonna we we'll give you more information about you know if, uh, one or two times a week over. Uh, final weeks of the month we're gonna as we pray into October um, we're gonna we're gonna I mean excuse me September I'm jumping ahead if I, if I pull back to, to September I'm ready for October already amen um, uh, cooler weather and stuff but uh, uh, yeah we're, um, we're we got a, we got a lot of things coming up in September and we just want to pray that our church has everything it needs to get to the next level and uh, so with that I like to always do a, a good prayer series and I like to try to put a little different twist on prayer prayer each year. And this year, uh, I I wanted to talk about risking it. The title of this series is Risk It, a prayer series. And the idea is that a lot of us pray prayers, and some of us don't have a problem praying prayers. Even even those who don't believe in Jesus pray prayers, (laughs) Oh God, you know, protect me. Oh God, what's happening? You know, <laughs> Lord, don't do that. Don't let that happen to me. Don't even believe in the Lord, right? I mean, and and, and we, we 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 a lot of us a lot of us pray, but often we pray very generic, very predictable, uh, safe prayers. You know, like Lord, be with me today. Lord, just be by my side today, right? It's easy to pray those, right? Or or protect us, Lord, on our long travel. You know, uh, we've we got a long travel. Just protect us. Uh, or or bless, bless me, Lord. Just, just, um, um, just bless me financially. Bless our family. Bless us health-wise. And, and, and those are all good prayers. Don't get me wrong. We need to pray those, right? Because God does desire to bless us and protect us and help us. But the reason we like to pray those prayers and not other prayers, that kind of challenge us a little bit because it doesn't really require a lot of effort from us, does it? And God has actually placed prayers in the Bible and we can look into the the Word of God and watch men of God and women of God pray risky prayers. And my hope for you in this series is that I challenge you to think about praying prayers more than just the safe prayers. That, 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 that they would move you to new levels and create something in you that only God can do. God wants to take you to new levels. He wants to take you beyond the horizon that you're currently in. He wants to take you places that you never thought or could even imagine. Right. But first we have to pray Prayers, Risky prayers. We have to understand that. We've got to allow God to challenge us from time to time. We like challenging God. Bless me, God. I'm in this interesting situation, but I know you, you know, bring me through it. And guess what? He delivers. But sometimes God's asking us to pray things to Him, to say things to Him. Why don't you challenge me here? So this, this week we're going to deal with God, search me. Search me. But you don't want to miss next week because we're going to talk about breaking me. God break me. So, back in the air conditioning, in the in the indoor environment. Come out next week, cause we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about how we pray that God would actually break us. But this this week, God search me. And we we're looking at Psalm one thirty nine. If you have your notes, uh, I have most of the scriptures in there, and I have blanks for you to fill in, so that you can you can follow along. Uh, since we don't really have screens today, um, uh, w- just just hang on with me. I'll try to be patient. Uh, I'll, I'll try to be with me if I if I race through some things that don't exactly get listed down. But David's facing persecution from his enemies. And instead of asking God to protect him and, and, and to bless him, you know, God, God, you know, when we get in trouble, right? What, what was the first thing we pray? Uh, God, get me out of this situation, protect me, you know. But instead, he was he was asking God to do something else. And he prayed this in Psalm 139. 23 through 24, he says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So there's three things we can pull out of this that, that David asked God in the midst of his troubling circumstances. He asked God this. First of all, he asked God to search my heart. Search me, God, and know my heart. Search me, God, and know my heart. And what's troubling about this when we ask this risky prayer is because our heart ain't quite what we think our heart is. The most common phrase we use is, uh, you know, trust your heart. Right? Let the heart lead you. Let your heart lead you. We hear that phrase quite a bit, don't we? Let, you know, just what does your heart say, right? Uh, how, what what do you feel, you know? And we trust our feelings. And if if, 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 if the problem is, you know, the, it's it's a mentality of if, if it feels good, do it. If it, if it tastes fine. You know, if it, if it works this way, it must be true. If it feels right, and it's indicative of, the, of, a, of a postmodern culture that we are a part of, you know, we, we kind of have this idea, oh, if it feels right, it must be right. And if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> right. That's what we say. Man. So we, 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 so, but our feelings can, can often steer us wrong. And to be honest with you, if I trusted my feelings, I wouldn't have had church today. (laughs) I wouldn't be your pastor a long time ago. I would have given up, right? Because my feelings say, man, I don't want to be out here. I don't want to, you know, we we got a thing going on in here, you know. And now, now, God, you've thrown this in the way. And now there's this AC out and stuff like that. This doesn't feel right. So it must not be right. And we trust our heart, and we trust our feelings, and our feelings often steer us the wrong way. Jeremiah 17, 9 says this. He says, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things. Do you realize your heart can actually be deceitful? And desperately wicked. He even goes on to say desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? I mean, you, 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 probably, you know, you kind of ask questions to yourself, you know, when you're going through things. You say, you know, uh, uh, and, 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 the, and the funny thing is, most we, we, we lie all the time, don't we? we? We lie to ourselves. We lie to others. We, we kind of lie. Yeah, yeah. We're a bunch of lies. How many of you lie in here? We lie. We lie. Let me, if, if you didn't say you lie, let me, let me uh, kind of turn it another way then. We lie. We, we deceive ourselves, right, a lot of times. I, I don't eat too much. I just enjoy food. Right. We, we kind of explained that away. I'm not materialistic. I just like nice things. I mean, I like to get the best and the, and the greatest. And, and I, I, I don't have an anger problem. What are you talking about? I, get out of my foot. You know, I don't have an anger problem. We, we deceive ourselves. I don't gossip. I just need to pray for her because good Lord, look at that. Look at that dress she just walked in here on with, you know. No church lady should be walking in with that, you know. And and you're, and and what is he doing over there? I saw him over at such and such the other day doing such and such. And 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 but you know, I just I, you know, I just care for him because I want to. You know, I'm not gossiping. I just care. I, I care for him, and I just want to pray for him. You know, I'm not critical. I just think that person's an idiot, right? <laughs> I'm not lustful. I just appreciate nice physiques. You know, it's just you know God's creation. You know. <laughs> We lie and deceive ourselves all the time. And unfortunately a lot of times in the Christian life we fake it. We fake our lives. We we say we're believers and we say we love the Lord and and uh, but, but do we really mean it? And there was a period of my life where I was a faker. When I was a, a, a teenager. I would go to church and I would be the, the leader and I would do all the things and I was the preacher's kid and I was doing you know, all the right things in the church and, and then I would go and party with my bro- buddies on the weekend and chase girls and do whatever, you know, and, and then come to church and act like everything's okay. And, uh, and then I'd go back out and do it again and I'd come and forgive me, Lord Jesus, I'm going to do it again. And it's just a big fake. And a lot of times we fake we fake our spiritual reality, so we 're asking god lord what what am I doing how, how, Where am I going reveal my heart? is my heart deceitful am i is there anything in me and this is risky because he 's going to show you some things. The second thing he mentions is reveal my fears don 't just show me my my heart but but reveal my fears search me god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts how many of you have anxious thoughts i'm i have anxious thoughts all the time <laughs> and i'm not talking about anxious like I'm scared of spiders or I'm scared of snakes or I get anxious you know about the zombie apocalypse or (laughs) that that's soon to come upon us or or an alien invasion I'm not talking about these things you know that 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 some people (laughs) probably have in their minds or their hearts or just being funny there but you know things like uh, not getting married do you have anxious thoughts about that am I going to ever find the one that I'm supposed to be with or I'm stuck in a bad marriage And I'm never going to get out of this situation, or or there's some kind of rejection or failure, Uh, fear of failure. That's a big one, a a fear of failure, or or success. Some people have a fear of success. You know, I don't want to be successful because that's a lot of responsibility, and a lot of people have that will put that on me, or maybe a, a fear of intimacy, or just a fear of the unknown. Or even a fear of losing someone or something. Maybe that we we have those uh, anxious thoughts. Um, Roosevelt said, the only thing to fear is fear itself. And that's kind of true. Because really what it comes down to, um, there's an old study that says statistically 85% of, of the things we worry about really never happen. And of the 50, 15% left, 79 of those discover uh, they could have handled it anyway. And they actually learned something from it. So out of the little bit left, there's there's only a, a very small percentage of what you actually need to be anxious for. And in, in many cases, you can't do anything about those anyway, so why are we anxious anyway, right? For me... I kind of go back to my fears and my anxieties. And this is actually something I can speak on and I can spend a lot of time on because I deal with anxiety all the time. Um, I don't know if it's genetic or I don't know if it's just my personality. Maybe that's a part of it or maybe it's just planting a church. Maybe that's just what it is. It just keeps you on the edge of your seat a lot. But I know that uh, the anxiety can cripple what God wants to do in our lives, in our journey. And we need to ask God to reveal our anxious thoughts. I love this. Craig Rochelle said this, what we fear the most re- reveals where we trust God the least. So if we have a lot of anxiety, and when I'm anxious about this weekend, when I hear that the AC's out, and what am I going to do? Because we have 100 plus people that show up every Sunday. Where am I going to put them? I can't put them across the street because we have to change locations and do all that. And then we have to do this. Well, we don't have time for that. Let's just throw them out. But instead of instead of saying, God, what am I going to do? You know, this is going to be a defeat. This is going to be... I, I need to rejoice and say, it's a blessing that God gives us the opportunity to even come together in the first place, right? And we have a nice, cool morning and, and and god has is, is doing things be above and beyond what I can think or imagine and i and 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 I need not to be anxious because you know I trust you god i don't trust people i don't trust the things of this world, and we often get caught up in in, in, in that and and for me it's it's as as a pastor and i I guarantee you most pastors would tell you the same thing we have this huge fear of failure i'm not going to... I'm not going to reach the, the people that I feel God's called me to reach or I'm not going to do it because something's not working out. Really what it comes down to, it's a lie straight from the enemy yeah. to tell us that you can't do it and you are a failure. And if you are a failure, you and, and we put our trust in that and we put our trust in what others say and we l- least trust in Jesus, the one who called us to whatever it is that we are called to. Maybe you're losing your marriage and, and and you're dealing with a lot of anxiety with that. Maybe maybe the, the, the problem is you're not trusting God. Maybe uh, you're somebody who, who's who's nervous about losing your child, you know, like you're you're real protective. It might something might happen to them. Maybe you're not trusting God in that area or or, or not having enough money or finances or or material things, you know. How am I going to make it next week, Lord? What am I going to do? Maybe maybe if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety, even if you're, you're taking care of for that week and you're thinking about next week and not having anything, maybe you're not trusting God in your finances. What we fear the most reveals where we trust God the least. So we ask God to reveal our anxious thoughts. Loving and pleasing God more then what we fear is what's most important. Do we love God more than what we fear the most? Do we believe that He's going to come through and He's going to make it happen? Second Timothy 1.7, this isn't in your notes. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And you can hold on to that. He hasn't given you a spirit of fear. Thirdly, he asked God to uncover his sins. Lord, uncover my sins. Woo! That's a risky prayer, right? I don't want to know that I sin. (laughs) See if there is any offensive way in me, is what he said. Lord, reveal what it is in me that does not represent you, that's different than what you want me to be. Lord, show me the things that do not serve well in your kingdom and for your purpose us, Lord. Uh, Tell me if if I'm acting, if I have an attitude, if I have, if I need an attitude adjustment, if if I'm doing something wrong that I don't even see, because it's hard to see ourselves, right, in the mirror. When we look at ourselves, everything's probably, you know, everything's going okay. I don't think I'm sinning. Yeah, I'm dealing with a few things, but man, I'm doing good. But it's and it, and and on top of that, it's easy to call somebody out, else out on something, right? I mean, we we can talk about how okay we are, but we can see the sin in somebody else, right? I see that, you know, that floozy dress she's wearing to church, you know. Need to pray for her, right? I'm not gossiping. I'm just, I just care, right? Maybe you need to ask God to, what what sin, He needs to reveal in you. Here's some good practical questions. You know, sometimes it's better to talk to other people about it. We don't like to listen to other people's feedback <laughs> about where we are. But, it, but um, here's, here's, here's a few things, here's a few questions you can even ask yourself to determine whether, whether you're dealing with some offensive way in you. What are other, others trying to tell me? Number one, what are others trying to tell me? Has somebody told you once, twice, maybe even three times? Maybe, maybe you've heard it from several people. Maybe you've heard it from family members or maybe you've heard it from friends at work and it's all kind of coming out. Maybe, maybe I have an issue with this. What are others trying to tell you that you're not listening to? What have I rationalized for some time? That's the second question. What have I rationalized for some time? You know, I don't have a lust problem. I just like bodies, you know, nice physiques, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not prideful, I just, I'm just proud of myself, you know, because I work so hard. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not like pride sin. That's good pride, right? And we rationalize ourselves, you know, I don't have an addiction, I just like, I just like to drink, you know, 12, 12 pack of beer a day, you know, I mean, within an hour. <laughs> um, that, that's not an issue, is it? No? I, you know, other people, you know, I'm just joining. I work hard, right? We rationalize ourselves out of addiction and gossip and stuff. And we, 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 we try to cope with whatever's going on. And we try to hide the hurt. Because, and we rationalize ourselves out of whatever's going on inside of us. The third one is where am I most defensive? When somebody calls you out on something or says something even politely you know are you defensive do you get angry with them instantly does it does it bother you does it does it hurt you do you do you write that person off do you you know whatever it is do you find yourself getting really defensive ask god where am i most defensive and uncover my sins lord uncover my sins Because we need to be cleaned. We need to be cleansed. God wants to deliver us from some of this baggage and this stuff that we have in us. And we need to be honest with God and say we have sin problems, right? Because this isn't a perfect church. Churches aren't perfect. We're a bunch of imperfect people. That's what's great about this church, right? Because we are a bunch of imperfect people that deal with sin and deal with faults and deal with things all the time. So we need to go to God and say, what, what offensive thing is in me? And then fourthly, lead me. Lead me. He says, if there is any offensive way in me, and then lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me in the way everlasting. Proverbs 14, uh, Proverbs 14 12 says, there is a way that seems right to men, to a man, And in the end, leads to death. Because if we follow our hearts, if we trust our own opinions about things, if we, if we, if we, the deceitfulness of of what's inside of us, it leads us down a path of death. But God actually has a path of life, of life everlasting. This is good news, people. When we start following these, these, you know, when we ask God to reveal what's in us. To, to, to show me my heart, Lord, and, 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 and my anxiety, and, and, and my sin, and all these things. He begins to, to place us in a position where we can be led into a life-giving purpose. That we would actually experience joy. Because that's what God wants to, to, to help us in transforming us into the image of Christ so not only can we experience the goodness we have in Christ but we can be led in a whole new reality be used for a purpose beyond ourselves many people I would say most people are walking without purpose in this earth And God has a unique and special purpose, an identity He has placed on you, and He is calling you into that purpose. And He's leading you. But our concern is what about other people? What are other people going to think when we place our trust in the people and in the things of men and in the things of the world and in the things of of what uh, what I think is going to get me from point A to point B rather than putting our thoughts and trust in God who actually does care about us regardless of what we look like, think like, uh, where we go in this life. He actually is. He has no care at all. All he wants is you. He cares about you. He cares about your purpose. He cares about your heart. So stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to myself. Stop being deceitful. Let's just be open and honest with God and begin to pray because this is going to be the launching pad into the rest. Jesus, we need to ask Him for power. And grace and mercy. mercy. Now, this is, this is risky stuff because if you ask God to reveal this to you, guess what He's going to do? He's going to reveal it to you. He's going to reveal it to you. But when He reveals it to you, it makes us very much aware how much we need and depend on God. Salt Church and the vision that God gave me to be a powerhouse in this community and a powerhouse in this city and to reach as many people as possible because I am I am just hungry for people to know the goodness I have in Jesus and how He changed my life and how He brought me with purpose. There was a time I was walking without purpose. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have I didn't I thought I did, but there was it was just there was nothing. It was empty. But, I, but, but he gave me life. And he gave me life with purpose. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. So in closing, I say this. And I want us all, and I want us all to practice this together. If we can have the band, I didn't really call anybody up. I've kind of been in sort of a conclusion state here for a little bit, but um because I'm trying to get through this, it's getting a little hotter now. I'm getting a little sweaty now. But this is a really important moment. And I want us all to pray this prayer together. If we'd all bow our heads and close our eyes. And first of all, I just want to ask, you know maybe you're here and you, you say you know I need to pray this prayer and, I, and you know maybe I, I haven't asked God to really search me and purge me and, 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 and look into me. I know this is a risky prayer but I know this is this is something that, that, that is providential That is on my heart and on my, I I know God's got great things for me, but I'm just involved in this. How many of you would say that today? I want to pray for you. Are you that person that's searching, you know, that, that, that needs God to search your heart and search your life? I'm raising my hand. How many of you, amen, come on, let's raise our hands. We all need that. We need God to search our hearts, search our lives. Whether you're a believer or not today, I just, I'm just asking you to pray this together with me. Let's just pray that together. We don't have the, the screen. and I Oh, my, my, uh, my iPad just got too hot and cut off as well. But pray this with me. God, search my heart. Reveal to me my anxious thoughts. And, and reveal to me the things the sin the things that I don't even see Lord, show them to me Help, pull them out of me Lord Jesus so that I can be better used by you and lead me into the way everlasting the everlasting. As we stay in that spirit of prayer, maybe you're here today, and this is this is your first time in a church, and you're like, "Wow, you know, outside church and all this," but but you know that you're you're here not just because you felt the need to come to church today but because some something was prompting you to be here today at this moment in this time that's the Holy Spirit that called you here today you're here today and you've been listening to the message maybe something stuck out for you and that really hit your heart And you know you say well I don't even know if I have a relationship with Jesus I mean I know about him and I've heard about him and I've seen the good things but I don't know Jesus maybe that's you today Can I tell you, you can know him now and it's not about going through an ABC process of of getting better just simply. He says, I just want you because I love you and I ask you to come to me and I don't care where you've gone or where you've been or where you're going. I just want you. Can I have a relationship with you? Just open your heart up to me. If that's you today, I want you just to uh, politely or quietly raise your hand. I'm not going to embarrass you. I just want to, to pray for you. If that's you today, pray together with me. Come on. Anybody before we close? pray this prayer with me if you're here today and you want to you want to receive Jesus as your savior father i admit that i i got a lot of sin in my life and and i ask you to reveal that sin to me because you're revealing it right now lord jesus i see i see that that i can't do it on my own lord i've tried everything i've tried every religion i've tried every walk i've tried everything but i i i, I can't do it by religion i can only do it you, Jesus. And I know you want a relationship with me. So today I give you my life. I give you my heart. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin, Jesus. And today I turn my life over to you. So I give you everything from here on out in Jesus name. Amen.